Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. Truthing. Oh, how I cry sometimes at fate and life's inequities. I wonder why I have to feel such insecurity. But like a baby whose new tooth is causing him to cry, I smile and know God's truth within will prevail by and by. And as I go through life, I feel and find this somewhat soothing. Though all the pain and strife seems real, I'm really only truthing. I am grateful to Kevin McLeod for the instrumental entitled Alchemist Tower, which is found at Incompetech.com. other love each other that's what we're called to do love each other love each other that's all god asks of you judge not repent of your self-righteousness show love forgive have mercy and you won't No. 
For this episode of Leaving the Grandstand World, I would like to share two pieces from The New Batch, which is writing that is as yet unpublished. The first one is called Love One Another, and the second, Let's Drain the Swamp. I hope you enjoy them and are blessed. Love One Another Why do we have to love each other? We have plenty of justification to be angry, hate, or even be annoyed with each other. Why does Jesus insist that we turn the other cheek and not be vengeful? How will people learn their lessons if we do not teach them how to behave? There does not appear to be a giant screen descending from the sky with a humongous cartoon hand, pointer finger extended, shaking up and down with a booming voice saying, You should not do that to your brother. You are being bad. God must not be on the same page as us. Or are we not on the same page as God? God clearly says we must love one another. God clearly says, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Those of us who have accepted Christ as our Savior need to see less through a glass darkly. There must be a little more clarity, a little less fog clouding our perceptions. Humbly, we need to accept Jesus' teaching by faith, knowing he is the way, the truth, and the life. All other ways, truths, and lives are deceitful and need to be under suspect. Someone treats me unjustly. I did not deserve to be treated this way. What I begin to see through is a dark glass getting darker the more anger builds up in me. Jesus, help me, I cry. I want to forgive because you have asked me to. The anger begins to subside. As it slowly disappears, the glass becomes less dark, even almost clearing up. The world is less tainted with my misview, my getting-even view, my world-based-on-appearances view, and made clearer with a forgiving view, a loving view, an unoffendable view. And who is this person who so offended me? Is this a child of God? A being embedded with the spark of Christ, ready to ignite a white forest fire of love through the world? The love of Christ through each of us is needed to put out the dark flames that envelop this world. Flames that make the glass we see through darker and darker. Flames that oppress both us and others. Flames that make the Bible seem filled with myths and Jesus a fictional good man instead of our Father, the Creator of the universe. Or maybe this person that offended me has not found or even sought the Lord. Would we... By seeing through our darkened glass, by showing him our disdain for him, be so arrogant as to literally shove him further away from a path to the Lord? 
These are the reasons we are to love one another, even if we are treated unjustly. When we forgive, we are forgiven, even in areas we did not know we had sinned. Let's drain the swamp. Most certainly you've heard by now that President Trump has always wanted to drain the swamp. Some do not even think a swamp exists, but those who do recognize that there is some sort of dark power that wants to take away our pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. We need to understand that in the light of God's Word. From Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 17, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, Put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. If all of us would not focus so much on the outer manifestations of our inward lives, we could stop running on a perpetual treadmill going nowhere, accomplishing nothing. To try to stop an evil force by playing a game of whack-a-mole in the physical world is fruitless. Stop looking outside ourselves and go within to where our collective problems reside. This requires a massive effort to get at the problems where they reside instead of trying to solve the problems where they are not. It is easy to point our fingers at people and situations and blame them for all our difficulties, but do not forget who we are and what the nature of our being is. We are spiritual beings who temporarily live in a material world. We are not material beings who happen to have a trace of spirituality coursing through our veins. Believe it or not, we need to downplay the physical and upplay our spiritual identities. So do this. Turn within to your thought man or thought woman and strive to drain your swamp. If you have not done this yet, ask Jesus to clear out the money changers from within your heart. Tell the Pharisees that dwell within you that you are not going to stand for their religious formalities any longer. Just talk to God as if he were your best friend and invite him to wipe away everything that keeps you from your pristine and blood-bought holiness. If we all do this, 
If we all do this, we will see a supernatural change occur that will surprise even the most devout of Christians and overwhelm even the evilest of our enemies. Our material world will fall in step with our spiritual one. To win, we must not go about this fight in the usual way, with fists raised and swords unsheathed. We must go about this fight with hands clasped, head bowed, and eyes closed on our knees, and know this battle is already won. Praise God. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. We're so tired of this grandstand world Where feelings never seem to change Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind, the sidelines aren't for us 